Welcome to the podcast that is designed to fuel your success in selling technology solutions. I'm your host, Josh Lopresto, VP of Sales Engineering at Tolaris, and this is Next Level Biz Tech. Welcome, everybody. I'm Josh Lopresto, your host today, SVP of Sales Engineering at Tolaris, and you're on the Next Level BizTech podcast. Now, this week, we have got the fun series, the super nerd stuff, the IoT, machine learning, and AI. Uh, we've, we've got the pleasure of being joined by a longtime friend, Skylar Stewart. Skylar is the leader of AIoT and channel sales in North America at Epic.io. Now, you may know them previously as BroadSky and Telesite, all completely rebranded under Epic IO. And uh, before you tell us what your your roles and responsibilities and history is, I think you have one of the coolest titles ever uh, with AIOT. But I'll let you talk about what that is, Skylar. Welcome. Thanks, Josh. Appreciate it. Yeah. So AIOT, right? So it's uh, combining IoT and AI, which is the the wave of the future. We'll probably get into this into the into the, into the podcast, but pretty sure I just made up my uh, title. So. Glad it sounds good. First, first person on the show ever with AI uh, in the title, so uh, you, you've got that down. So, talk to me. Uh, let, let's kick this off a little bit before we get into Epic IO and, and kind of what the company does. Uh, anything cool backstory? How you got into this space? I love to hear everybody's windy paths of how they got into this. Anything interesting? Anything that we can use against you later? Uh, your, your history in this space. There's plenty you can use against me, but, uh, you know, my background is pretty unique uh, and very random. Uh, I started out uh, with a family business uh, in the construction arm building cell towers, you know, early on in the cellular days. And uh, I got a contract uh, racing for Yamaha, racing motocross professionally. So completely different than what we're doing today in technology. I uh, did that for several years, racing around the country, and uh, I broke my wrist in New York and had one of those adult moments going, all right, I've got to grow up and go to work, you know, full time and came back to Arizona and I got a call from a CEO from a, a small CLEC and said, hey, we need someone with guts like you since you've been racing motocross and we need you on the sales team. And I said, I'm in. And I, you know, borrowed a pair of slacks and a tie. Uh, from my uh, brother-in-law, and here I am today. <laughs> I love it. From motocross <laughs> to AI, that is fantastic. Uh, that's that's a good one. Now let's let's jump into who is Epic IO. Tell me a little bit about what you guys are, what you do for anybody that's not familiar, and and, and kind of break down that the broad sky, the Intellisite family. What, what's all there? Absolutely. So. Previously, Epic IO was our holdings company. So their vision from day one was to bring an end-to-end -end AI, IoT, and connectivity solution uh, to the channel partner network. And so um, just recently, we just announced, uh, I believe Wednesday, Thursday of last week, that we are now uh, consolidated under Epic IO as our, our main brand. And so basically, BroadSky, who most of the channel is uh, familiar with, has been doing wireless for over 19 years uh, very successfully. And then Intellisite, who's been doing IoT and AI for over 20 years before IoT uh, was even a thing or even an acronym. So basically, we've combined um, all of those companies under the single brand of Epic.io to provide 
a true end-to-end solution with all three of those core components, which you need, obviously, for an end-to-end AI IoT solution. So let's let's just talk about, I mean, you in this space. What, what you've seen a lot of cool things. You you've seen a lot of. You know, I almost look at this as is kind of Lego blocks, right? Um, and sometimes I think it's it's hard for partners to quantify what what are all the different things that I could build. I I get it. I understand it because maybe one of my first toys I ever had was my mom sat down with this giant bucket of Lego blocks and said, here you go. Merry Christmas. And so I, I, I certainly understand the concept, but maybe maybe help everybody understand, you know, things that, that, that you like working with, what you've seen, some of the technology and some of the innovations that, that you've seen the company do. Absolutely. I mean, that's a perfect example of the of the Legos and, and IoT and AI is literally building blocks, right? So you start with solving some one or two or three of these major business problems for the customer. Um, and then you go deep and wide from there, again, with the Lego blocks analogy, like you said, Josh. So what I like most about this, and no offense to, you know, to partners, because I, you know, Josh and I have been working with uh, uh, CCAS and UCAS for, you know, 15 plus years, but I don't want to sell another phone again. I don't want to sell another seat license. This technology is the wave of the future. And you can literally go into a customer and it, it creates an entire new value for your customer. And I, like I said, going deep and wide, solving real business problems versus just replacing technology, uh, which we're all used to. And that's your bread and butter, right? Absolutely. But again, this is the wave of the future and you can get real deep and wide solving real business problems and thinking out of the box and how we solve those. And that's that's probably what I like most. It keeps you on your toes and it's fun. You bring up a good point. I, I think sometimes it's it's fun to take the technical hat off and just talk about business and about, you know, learning how these businesses make money and what some of their problems are. You know, you've, you've got a lot of, you've got sensors, you've got analytics, you've got artificial intelligence of different ways that you can improve people's technologies and, and operationalize them and, and, and improve these old analog way of doing things into such a more modern way. You know, out of that, what what have you seen um, from an innovation perspective? What, you know, when, when you walk into a customer's environment, are you are you helping them innovate? Do they have an idea of what they want to innovate or they just not even know what's possible? I would say it's a ladder, Josh, because a lot of these customers, they, you know, especially, you know, enterprises, mid to, mid to enterprise, they've tried some type of deployment. Um, but traditionally in the IoT and AI landscape, it's been a siloed solution, right? So partners really haven't been able to capitalize on a true end to end solution. So the customers don't know what they don't know yet, right? And so that's our job collectively, right? Tolaris, yourselves, uh, and Epic IOs to go in there ask those right questions of what true business problems we're trying to solve. Um, and then we come up, come up with a, a unique solution. And that's, again, back to my earlier point, this is the fun of selling IoT because once you realize and evaluate what that business problem is, um, a lot of these applications are unique. So you have to think outside of the box. Um, but again, uh, you, you can go deep and wide and you can go from marketing to operations to loss prevention uh, there's so many different avenues that you can go within the customer with IoT versus, again, just just selling IT. So uh, I'll, I'll, I want to maybe get into the weeds a little bit. I mean, we, we've talked before, um, you know, with our partners about examples of how they can step into IoT and, and ways that they can help companies be smarter, you know, measuring 
sensors and liquids and temperatures and you know things like that that the, the temperature in the fridge when there's anomalies there to preserve the food just some simple things like that but can you walk me through let's get a specific example uh, of a of a customer situation we you walked into and we can keep the name out of it if need be but um walk walk me through a situation where you walked into a customer what did they have before what problems or, or things did you discover and then what did you put in place to help fix that, make it better, modernize them? I love this question because I could go on for hours uh, about customer use cases. Um, I'd say off the top of my head, there's a couple fun ones. Um, one would be a large gas station chain where we went in and we asked that, you know, those simple questions, what, what's keeping you up at night? What are the major business problems that we're trying to solve? And surprisingly, their answer was their hot dogs. And that caught us off guard, but we dove into it because their biggest moneymaker with customers walking into their environment or their retail store was their hot dogs. But they had issues from all the way from cold storage to the hot dog roller to the actual product itself um, uh, from, from a hot dog perspective. And so we basically left that meeting and bought the exact same hot dog roller uh, uh, that the customer had, ran that for 48 hours. Uh, didn't lose any hot dogs based on the parameters that they set from cold storage to hot dog roller to customer walking outside, um, walking out those doors. Um, and so we proved that to them. They ran it in a pilot location for about two weeks, same exact outcomes. And now we're rolling out to hundreds of locations solving their hot dog problem. And now we're actually talking again to my other point and Josh's point of, of the building blocks. Now we're talking about open closed sensors, AI from a physical security perspective, water leaks, things like that. Um, and now we're going deep and wide. And that just that hot dog solution is going to be a, a 20K plus MRR deal. And again, now we're doubling that with all of the other IoT sensors and all of the other AI that we can apply to that. Um, I'd say one more would be in manufacturing, right? Industry 4.0. So we've got one of the largest cement manufacturers in the world. And they had several problems in their manufacturing plant towards um, their palletizer um, and their baggers, right? That actually puts the cement into the bags to where that was breaking. And so we put vibration sensors on their conveyor belts. We are monitoring their AC and their voltage current um, within their facility. Also forklift safety, a lot of other things, but that was their initial problems was as soon as their conveyor belt breaks, not only is that a $20,000 piece of equipment, they're shutting down production for two, three days as they're getting this fixed. So we put a vibration sensor on there that um, it's preventative brake fix. So that automatically alerts operations to say, hey, let's check that conveyor belt and the pulleys there before it actually breaks and shuts, shuts down production. I love it. Um, I, I, I love the cement example. I think that's so easy to quantify. And I, I think what we've seen is that, and then curious if you see the same, uh, a lot of the times people are just looking at this from an ROI perspective. What, what's the cost against what's the gain, right? I, I, I'm, I'm allegedly okay and I'm functioning right now, but if I go and put this solution in place, what does that help me gain? And it, and it feels like to me in a situation like that where you've got a $20,000 uh, assembly line unit, putting a, a, a vibration sensor on that and proactive alerts when that thing goes out of range is so easily quantifiable from a cost perspective. I just I can't imagine the... To your point, I mean, clearly it did. How much that opens up of they go, oh, well, yeah. Well, what about this? Can you do this? Can you do this? And I know the answers to most of those things are yes, because this is Lego blocks. Right, right, exactly. 
Exactly. It's starting with that one business problem and solving that. And there's always an ROI, right? So whether that's monetary, whether that's efficiencies or customer experience, preventative break fix, there's always some ROI that you can apply with IoT. And you as partners, you're going to get those questions, right? So how much does it cost? I mean, what's my ROI? There always is an ROI, and that's where we'll help you uh, determine that, whichever category that is. Now, going back just for a second on the, the the hot dog example, what did you see was the biggest problem that they had? I mean, you mentioned the the, the cold storage. Was it, you know, not uh, it was it amount of time in cold storage? Was it the cold storage temperature was changing, and what, you know, were they on the rollers too long, or they just not have any way to detect that? What did you help on that piece? Absolutely. So I think that the, the categories are um, both uh, uh, customer experience and then loss prevention, right? Because they're cold storage. They were freezing the hot dogs too much by the time they got on the hot dog roller. And if anybody's dangerous, dangerous enough to, to buy a hot dog um, uh, from a hot dog roller, you, you know that um, from cold storage to actually sitting on the hot dog roller, and it could be all day long from there, uh, so then they ac actually have bad uh, salmonella. They've got uh, frozen hot dogs that actually go on there. So they're actually bad. So a lot of, of use cases there. So basically we're solving all the way from cold storage um, to the actual hot dog roller. And we're actually monitoring the hot dog roller itself, which is a fairly expensive yeah. piece of equipment. So temperature, vibration, uh, brake fix, everything like that. Again, solving to the ROI of customer experience, preventative brake fix, um, and loss prevention Love in it. their inventory. Love it. I, I'm going to think dramatically different next time I go in and pick up a, they're always called something funny, like a Bahama Mama <laughs> or something like that and some nachos because there's so much more science that goes into it now. Awesome stuff. That's right. So, you know, with, with who the audience to this might be listening to this podcast, you know, obviously it may be current partners, it may be potential partners, or just may be people wanting to learn and understand technology. Uh, at a little deeper level. So let's say that for a second, this uh, this is a partner going, okay, I'm I'm in UCAS or I'm in security or I'm in this, you know, selling this technology and I want to pivot a little more into the IoT side of things. What is that talk track? And maybe it's three questions that they approach their customers with, or maybe it's a specific vertical. Where do you, where do you steer a partner when they say, okay, what you're saying is exciting. I probably have some customers like that. Where do I start? What do I say? Great question. So it's really, it's, it's just changing that initial conversation starter, right? Like I mentioned before, instead of replacing technology, working with IT, it's solving whatever those business problems are, which you will find in any business. Um, and it's what type of, of measurements do you want as a company? What type of, of ROI, whether it's monetary, whether it's efficiencies, customer satisfaction, et cetera, and, and then applying IoT and AI towards that. So again, it's asking those simple questions of what's keeping you up at night? Are you worried about efficiencies? Um, are you worried about preventative break fix or customer experience or revenue growth, right? So we're working with hospitality and retail in terms of revenue growth. So it's not just saving money on technology, it's actually increasing revenues for the customer as an example, we're working with a retailer that we're doing heat maps within the retail store and integrating that into digital signage. So when more than 10 people walk into the store and they, we heat map the area and they're in a certain uh, part of the store, 
dynamic digital signage pops up that says 10% off this product right here in front of your <laughs> face. Clever. And then after 5 p.m., um, uh, dynamically, it pops up, hey, happy hour next door at the restaurant in this mall. Um, and now you're creating a co-op marketing between the, your customer and the businesses next to them. And again, back to my point, now you're working with marketing. Now you're working with operations. So you're going deeper with a customer you know, beyond just IT and, and tech replacement. Love it. Awesome examples. Love where this is going. So last but not least, we, we get to look into our uh, crystal ball. I try to usually give a Miss Cleo reference here. Sometimes that lands, sometimes it doesn't <laughs> land. People don't remember Miss Cleo. But if, if you look into your crystal ball, um, you know, I, I think thankfully we're at a spot now where three to five years ago we used to say AI as part of a technology. Nobody could really quantify what that meant or what that did or, or how it made something better. It was just cool. And we went, oh, okay, we got to learn more about it. We need to be talking about it. But if you look at where we're going over the next couple of years, and, and you know, this can be specific for Epic or, or specifically for the industry, uh, where do you think this thing goes? Where, what does the technology look like? What do the next couple of years look like? Absolutely. So, I mean, if you look at, like I mentioned earlier, if you look back, you know, five, eight years, again, it was, it was a tough solution to actually deploy efficiently for IOT, right? It was very siloed. You've got your sensors, you've got your cameras, you've got your gateways, but nothing actually talked to each other, multiple vendors. So if you fast forward to today, which is what Epic has done is, has bring together that end-to-end -end solution, IOT, AI, um, connectivity, all into one single pane of glass. But where I think it's going, um, is, you know, if you're integrating into more robots and more um, um, intelligence in terms of, of automation. So it's going to go above and beyond in terms of launching drones, right? So again, I'm kind of thinking uh, uh, fast forward here, but in terms of uh, a physical security perspective, right? So you see a person with AI, you can talk down with a down speaker, but then you can launch drones, right? Or you can have a smart city with intersections that have parameters to say a car almost hit somebody. It almost hit a person or there's jaywalking, um, things like that. So it's going to progress like crazy. Um, but the sky's the limit. And I, I tell you partners this right now, now's the time to capitalize on this on IOT. Um, because again, this is the wave of the future. This is where everyone is going in terms of business. So, um, definitely, definitely just, uh, Engage us, uh, Telaris, um, Epic IO. You will you will benefit off this uh, tenfold. Love it. Love the examples. And you know, you think about too the the interesting thing in this is that we never want to to, to go into a technology situation and um, somebody loses a job out of it, right? It, it's always we want to improve the technology for the business so that that person can get back to doing the things that they need to do. Uh, or, or can do more valuable things for the company, things they always wanted to get back to and stop doing the, you know, the password resets and some of those things that they're supposed to be managing IT and leading IT and things like that. And I, I think that the, the convergence of this where we've got the technology at a great spot to your point where it's going, where it's getting smarter and smarter, and then you've got this thing that is just not going away of the lack of available workforce for the go forward and the, the need for IT outsourcing, your drone thing um, rings true. I mean, just imagine a, a company who's got a large location, uh, security is limited, they can't find staff. Can I 
Can I take all these sensors, all these automations, all these triggers, launch a drone, you know, scare the bad guy to go, uh oh, you know, there's a drone, you know, those these little things, these deterrents, right? It's not a it's not a fix everything and replace the person that's there, but it can automate those things and those false positives to your point of where the people are that, that are doing the work that they really need to do, uh, you know, and, and countering the fact that you just can't find good people right now. So I love the technology. Love Spot your perspective on, on it. Spot on. You should have done this podcast by yourself, Josh, because that was a, that was a phenomenal Significantly point. less entertaining. <laughs> I mean, uh, so to add on to that, I mean, that's a, such a great point, especially with the lack of workforce right now. This is where IoT is shining, right? Whether it's manually sending a truck, rolling a truck to go check a pump for fuel levels or propane levels, you are wasting a headcount there when you can actually automate that and check those levels um automatically and then send that to the right appropriate people so that you can allocate that headcount on those resources elsewhere so again that was a great point josh use iot right now especially with the lack of workforce love it great stuff all right my man that brings us to the end uh this week we're wrapping up iot machine learning and ai we've got skylar stewart leader of aiot channel sales for north america for epic io skylar thanks so much for coming on man Josh, thank you, buddy. All right, Appreciate partners. Appreciate you having me. That, thanks, man. That that wraps us up. Uh, I'm your host, Josh Lopresto, SVP of Sales Engineering uh, at Tolaris. Now, stay tuned. On the next episode, we're going to actually dive in with a partner. You got to listen before um, to talk to one of the Tolaris practice leads um, over this. And now we're going to dive in next uh, as we jump in and talk to a partner about what was their experience? What was it like? What was it selling this? So until next time, thanks, everybody. Next Level BizTech has been a production of Tolera Studio 19. Please visit tolaris.com for more information.